Hey guys, welcome back to the Generation Alpha Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Fazio, and on today's episode, I talk with my co-host, Dr. Charlie Ware, about diet and insulin resistance, you know, all the great things that come into picking a diet that's right for you, and if you're someone who's struggled with fat loss uh, for most of your life, or you're thinking about starting a new diet for performance purposes, um, this episode is absolutely for you. So, I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and please let me know and leave a review below. Thanks so much. Hey guys, welcome back to the Generation Alpha Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Fazio, and today I'm with my co-host, Dr. Charlie Ware. Charlie, thanks for joining me and bringing you in here today. And my pleasure, my pleasure. Episode. Yeah, my pleasure, man. This is, this is an awesome um, podcast to be a part of. So definitely, thank you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been something I've wanted to do for like a really long time. It's just, you know, trying to find the right way to get it out there. And I was just like, yeah, I wanted to do it like perfect, but I think it's like you just kind of got to go with it and, you know, go for it. So. Hey, hey, we would say start dirty, bro. Just start dirty. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I was like, I was like, I really need someone, you know, one here. I was like, because you know, if I don't have a guest on, I was like, I need a co-host to kind of bounce ideas off of, and you yeah. know, and have like two different directions in case I kind of lose myself. So in the, and I don't want to record. Like I don't want to be speaking for like an hour and a half, and then I'm like, there's, <laughs> I like lose myself, and like I'm just on and on and on. So Charlie's here to kind of help me, you know direct the conversation in a particular way and kind of get you guys more information that you might not be getting from me. So today we're going to talk about a little bit about diet. Um, I know a lot of you guys out there, you guys, you know, you're always constantly looking for like the right way to eat. You know, there's so many different sources, so many videos, so many Instagram posts, so many social media stuff. That's like, you got to eat this way. If you want to lose weight, you got to eat that way. If you want to lose weight and it is. I don't know. I don't know. If it, I don't know if it bothers me as much as it bothers you. But, you know, it, I don't know if it, it, it bothers you as much as it bothers me, maybe. But I don't know. So no, I mean, it, it bothers me because of the fact that I mean, and and we know it's like there's no one diet that's going to fit the entire population. I mean, there's too much research out there that shows that you know it, a diet is so individualized, and then beyond the individualization of the diet is really your true health goals and what really health means to you as well. Yeah. So when I hear, oh, well, you know, if you do the keto diet, you'll be so healthy. It's like, yeah, you can be, but you can't do keto like forever and ever and ever. Amen. It's, it's not one of those things, bro. Right. So, yeah. well, I, just I, think I, I think there's some people that like they can really stick to a diet and like they're just like, you know, they're uh, they figured out the best way to eat for them. And they've kind of done like an experimental phase and they find and then and then they like get hooked on it and they start looking up all this research. And they're like, oh, you know, everybody needs to eat like this. Everybody needs to eat like that. Look at how good my blood markers are. And I'm like, you're completely missing the whole point of like why everyone's different. I mean, I think, I mean, everyone knows about that genetics exists at this point. I would, I would assume, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. you know, yes. I, I think like some people like, you know, they get carried away and I don't know if it's because of money or, you know, what it is, but I think some people just like, they just want to, you know, they write all these books about why everyone should be keto or why everyone should be vegan or why everyone now like the new thing's carnivore the carnivore diet you know exactly. what i mean yeah i know it's yeah. which is like it's, even even to a guy that eats meat like to me it's like a little bit you're going almost like too yeah. extreme i mean i know i know my there's friends of mine who have done the carnivore diet uh just for experimental purposes and i mean they you know they've they've had you know mm -hmm. decent results on it but it's just like you know they didn't they didn't stick to it you know what i mean so 
Did I lose you? I think I might have lost you. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and yeah, no, it's, it's okay. your, your, your connection is a little in and out there. I don't know if okay. it was yours or it was mine. Like my, it's, I have full. It, it's yeah. probably, it's we're probably good now, right? Yeah, we're good now. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. Your dungeon. No, but, 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 but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're I mean, I'll, I'll even take it. <laughs> yeah I, I i think to to that point you know realistically I, i'll take it to the other extreme where everyone's doing the, you know these raw diets these raw vegan diets and it's yeah. like like yeah you can do it for a little bit you know you can do it for a resetting a, a detox or or the city that you can do this forever and ever um actually i, I, I saw daniel strickler he posts something and he's like you know, he always gets on me because I'm vegan, but he posted something about a pregnant woman um, being vegan and becoming yeah, for blood those markers of that vegan. sort. So can you do it? Yes. But in my opinion, is something you can do forever and ever. And I'm vegan, but I, you know, I cycle diets in and out. I'll, I'll add some protein here and there, you know, as I see fit, you know, but, but again, the whole um, the carnivore diet, uh, I, I look at most of those individuals, I'm like, okay, you're a carnivore, but what else are you taking? You're taking all these other supplements to supplement the way you're eating. Right, you're supplementing what you're and, missing. Um, not trying to be first to market, because as we know, a lot of people are doing these diets because, or naming these diets, because it's a certain you know, population or, or a population that actually goes along with it. Even though you have the science behind it or whatever, it's still this thing. Everyone wants to be first to market with this new way of eating. And it's like, you cannot do that. It's no one size fit all. It has to be something that's so personalized to you, your genetics, and then your ultimate goal, you know, first and foremost. That's the way I I look at it. You can't have a dogmatic approach to eating. I mean, there's just no way to to put it that way. I mean, and... I mean, yeah. For those of you who just realized now, Charlie is vegan. It's <laughs> he 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 made sure he, he broke the, he broke the he broke the mold right there. He told you he was vegan straight up. There's there it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's I think some people just like they just want to. Uh, it's like the same thing with you know I see the same thing being in the training you know business like I see the same thing with you know people training in the gym. You know, someone develops a certain method and they're like, you know, you gotta you like. And I'm not talking about like biomechanics because there is only technically one technical way to train the body biomechanically to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. but you, there's different ways to, you know, train in the gym, whether it's, you know, when we're talking about volume and intensity and, you know, and, and how many reps and sets you're doing and, you exactly. know, what, how much amount of weight you're doing between each set. So there's different ways to do that. And I think sometimes like you get someone who's like, you know, they get in this one sort of role and they're just like, Oh, everybody has gets to train this way if you want to build real muscle. And it's like, no, it's like everybody can do different things and and experience, you know, um, different results because, you know, like you said, it's it's all dependent on, you know, your genetics and 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 what your makeup is and how you respond to everything. Because there's some people like yourself that can be on a vegan diet and you're a hundred percent like you're good. But there's some people who could do a vegan diet and they're and that because of their genetics, like they have a hard time you know, it might be more of a risk to them, you know what I mean? Exactly. Or, you know what I mean? Or they might be losing more on the vegan diet based on if they did, you know, something more with, you know, you know, a meat and carbohydrate mix. And there's some people who cannot handle carbohydrates at all, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, exactly. and they don't need carbohydrates in your diet, you know what I mean? It's, so like, yeah, it's just, definitely there's so definitely. many ways to, you know, and then as we both know, like depending on your lifestyle and depending on what you're doing, like, you know, sometimes that has to actually 
you have to actually change your diet to fit your needs. You know what I mean? Based off of what your workload is and yeah. You know. yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, it's like, like, you know, when I ultimately read my, my genetics and I saw that, you know, 15% of my diet on a daily basis had to be protein. It was like, Whoa. So I, it, it fit me almost to a T that, yeah, you can be vegan and, and be healthy with it. I mean, my carbohydrate ratio, I, I think I was like 15 um, protein, I think like 45% uh, uh, carbohydrates and 40% fats. So right. my daily diet is like, I'm, I'm hitting tons of um, healthy fats and ton of, of carbohydrates. When we say carbohydrates, we're not saying, you know, pastas and rice, things like that. We yeah. say fruits, veggies, and a few grains here and there. And that's it. And, um, and yeah, it's like, you know, I, I've trained mixed martial arts, you know, at, at different weight classes and I never lost a fight. Um, I, I, tra I played AAA baseball and, and I was, you know, I was awesome until you know, I just walked away from the game. But, and, and I, I now, you know, treat high performance individuals and, and, and what I tell them, because I had a few, it's funny, I've had a few who wanted to, you know, I, I want to do what you do. I'm like, yeah, I'm in my late 40s. And everyone thinks I'm in my late 30s. I'm like, no, I'm in my late 40s, dude. Yeah. And like, you know, and, and actually I've gone out on the field, you know, and, and, and trained with some NFL guys. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm hanging with them. They're like, I, I, like, you don't train? I said, no, I don't train. It's, it's just my diet. So then when I blow them on like that, they're like, okay, I want to eat the way you yes know. Let me read your genes. Yeah. Let me see what, you know, what, what makes you tick. And then we sort of go from there. But right. then, you know, I, I tell everyone, I say, basically, I say, the thing you have to really look at is what are you really trying to achieve? With me, I'm trying yeah. to achieve optimal health. And I'm also trying to exceed that because I'm also trying to have that longevity. I say, if you're looking for power and all those other things, and you know, I had this conversation before, you know, that, that you had a, a pretty low protein intake on, on your genetics. However, you're looking to actually build muscle. So we know you need, right. you, know, you know, different types of protein in your system to really build that muscle. I would never be 180, 190 pounds. I mean, I'm 158, 159 pounds right now, but my power level, I mean, I, I, can, I can curl 270 pounds, you know, and then it's, you know, it's, it's not bad for an older no, it's, guy. It's, it's, most people can't do that. <laughs> Most people can't do that, you know, really big guys. I mean, it's, it's really Exactly. And actually, it's funny. Um, I was in a gym, it's like years ago, and it had some friends of mine who, who had been pressing 450, you know, 500. I'm like, good Lord. And we had a yeah. curling contest. We had a curling contest with 126 pounds, 125 pounds, whatever. And like, you know, you max out, it's maxing out. And I'm sitting there throwing them up, boom, 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 boom. And they're looking like, like how, how are you doing that? I'm like, dude, I'm like, I don't know how I'm doing it. I can do high reps. But I'm just not. A, I'm, a, I'm a quick power guy, and that's, that's how my, my muscles are built as well. So yeah. even my NFL guys who are trying to achieve that fast twitch, slow twitch, you know, power is all in the diet, bro. And you know this is true. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like you know, I mean, yeah, I don't. I, we we talked about that, you know, that documentary that came out, Game Changers, which was about the vegan diet and the performance yeah. industry, and um. You know, and people always say they go, "Well, you can do a vegan diet, and you can do anything." And I'm like, "Well, that's, that's not exactly true. You can, you you can't be Phil Heath, you know, seven time Mr. Olympia, yeah. and you know, and, and do a vegan diet." I'm like, you know, and then they always go, "Well, you know, there's this guy and his Nimai Delgado, and he's mm -hmm. a, you know, he's a vegan." And I'm like, "Dude, he's a men's physique guy. He weighs probably 180 pounds on stage. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. He doesn't weigh." Yeah. He doesn't weigh 320 in the off season. Like he doesn't. No. He's not. He's no. not standing on no. stage, 270 pounds of muscle ripped to the bone. No. He's, no. No. You know, he's been I, lean naturally his whole life. I mean, I'm, you know, and he's 
built a, a, a really sustainable physique, you know, and I mean, there's, and whether he, you know, whether he actually is natural or not, that's a, that's a whole other question, but I mean, that's, I'm not going to get into that, but we're not here to talk about that. So that will, yeah. Actually, I, I think we are because that, that's, that's, that's the, the part of, of this for me is, is the fact that for me, you know, I had a patient of mine just yesterday. She was like, you know, she was trying to be vegan, all this other stuff. Yeah. And she said, well, how are you doing? I said, well, I eat at least, you know, 12 to 15 different vegetables a day. You know, and she's like, what? How do you do that? I'm like, because I want to be healthy. I say, and and I have at least 10 different fruits a day. I'm not saying I had this whole big plate of fruit I've eaten all day long, but, uh, you know, it's how I I graze. I say say this, we already know that, again, the phytonutrients inside um, the actual food that we're ingesting, the bioactive nutrients inside there are what really are mediating our genes to do certain things, right? Right. Okay. But then we look at these other individuals who are like, okay, I'm gonna eat this in you know, a so healthy way. I'm, I'm gonna eat da 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 da. But look at the amount of supplements that they have to take to maintain that. So to your point, you know, he he may be vegan, but again, what else is he taking that may be synthetic or whatever right. that is actually getting him to maintain that size? So you know, are you a natural guy or are you just a vegan doing other yeah. things to sort of maintain you know or whatever? This and, is not a, this is not a natty or not video, by the way. We're not, <laughs> we're, not <laughs> we're not we're not debating whether or not this is natural or not. That's on his own. Exactly. Can, yeah, he's, exactly. He's doing that, but like. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's like it boggles my mind sometimes. Like, I just hear some people, they're just like, and it, like the big thing is the keto diet. I mean, that is the new thing. I mean, it's not it's not new, right? It's been around for a million years. Like, exactly. that's, yeah. there I mean, were people eating, you know, the keto diet, you know, back when, you know, civil before civilization was, you know, a thing. So it's like, you know, exactly. people are like, oh, it's the new trend. It's like, well, not really, but, you know, no. No. Not, <laughs> it not, is, it is, it is taking over as a trend now, you know, in today's. Yeah but it's you know it's 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 a it's been there a long time so but you know now these people are getting on they're writing all these books they're i'm like sometimes though you have to almost look at it i'm like they're making a lot of money you know making all these supplements like you know sometimes writing all these books and it's like you know i mean while i'm all for people you know going out there and doing your own thing and 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 doing all that stuff and being an entrepreneur in the fitness industry it's like you almost kind of got to look at it and, and be like you know sometimes you got to be careful and you got to kind of look as and see is someone profiting more off of this, you know, talking about this diet than there actually are people benefiting from this diet. And it's like, you know, like, I mean, you, I mean, you can look at all the, uh, you know, like the Nutrisystem and, you know, and the, with the South beach diet, all these, you know, like, you know, diets that are, you know, pre-planned and, you know, Weight Watchers and all that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there are people that go on those and they actually absolutely lose weight. You know what I mean? Because they maybe just needed a, a, a structure to their diet and that makes them be a little bit more aware of what they're eating and then other stuff. And then you get other people who were just, you know, completely, you know, they, they struggle from more than just being undisciplined. They maybe have, you know, an endocrinology issue or they maybe have, you know, something else lying down deeper that needs to be addressed and needs to be fixed. I think that's another thing that people miss, you know, miss uh, like a lot of times when they're trying to figure out how to find a diet for themselves. Um, you know, I don't know too many people that when they go, I'm going to, before they go on a diet, they go, I'm going to go get blood work taken. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't really know. Exactly. Too many, that's so rare. Exactly. I mean, but that's like, I mean, like when, if, if, a, if someone comes to me and they say, you know, I want you to get me in shape you know, my first thing is I go, okay, I need blood work that's recent in the past yeah. month. You know yeah. what I mean? It, at least it, it's no more than four weeks old. I was like, 
And you know, before I was like, before we even start your real plan, I basically make them for two weeks. I basically like, they don't pay me anything for two weeks. I'm like, this is just a trial run basically to see, you know, how you're going to handle all this. And I basically make them remove everything that we know to be inflammatory from the diet. Go. So sugars, starchy carbs, yeah. you know, anything like that. Um, any type of sweeteners or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. artificial flavorings, that kind of stuff. We remove all that from the diet, no diet soda, none of that. So like, and we also, I make them practice breathing 10 minutes a day. And then I also make them meditate for at least 20 minutes a day. And I'm like, if you cannot do that for two weeks, then you won't be able to handle to work with me because what I'm going to have you do after those two weeks, if you can't do that stuff, that's a, that's basic and necessary to life, then you're not going to be able to hang with what I'm telling you to do to get into shape for, you know, six, seven, eight months. You're exactly. not going to be able to do it. So it's like, exactly. yeah. yeah. And yeah. The, and the blood work is going to show me exactly, you know, what's going on, you know, with the, uh, inside of your body, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because uh, people miss those, you know, those biomarkers, uh, that blood work can really show. I mean, what do you look for in blood work when you're looking at a client or to see what's going on? Exactly. I mean, if I'm looking at someone's uh, blood work, and again, it, it really depends on their health goals. And, and right, I, yeah. I do something very similar, you know, um, as well. So if I'm looking at someone's blood work, and, and, I, and I'm a little bit different, is I actually, I start to work with the person to, to, to break all those rules, first and foremost. I'm like, okay, if you come to me, and I already know that your blood work's not going to be the best. So let me see what I can improve, first and foremost, by doing just my, as I say, my detox or my clean slate. Yeah. So I have them do like, you know, you know, all the detox and things. And then I actually get blood work usually after about three or four weeks. What I look for is the biomarkers for inflammation. I look for, you know, electric like balancing, metabolic balancing. Um, and I look for a lot of hormone tra- uh, um, trace uh, markers as well, because, you know, a lot of times we're, we're thinking that, you know, oh, I'm tired. So I, I need more coffee or more caffeine and whatever. And it's your, your, your hormones are in balance. And it could be just because of your um, diet. You know, I was having a conversation with a mom recently about her her twelve year old son, and she said he has boobs. I'm like, well, he has boobs because you know you feed him, you know, all the wrong things. And yeah. I said, I'm like, so what are you going to do? Are you going to cry about the fact that he has boobs, or are you going to cry about the fact that you need to actually start to feed him real food? Right. And you know, and also we got the blood work. I'm like, you know, a twelve year old kid should be start going through puberty. So why is his testosterone so low? You know do you, you hear about do you, do you hear about this guy, this kid that was in a, um, he's in like a juvenile detention center, and like they, um, they had these, I guess he's like kind of like you know he was misbehaving in there or whatever, and they like had these doctors come in and they diagnosed him with like, um, I don't know some type of some type of like you know behavior disorder, like you know he doesn't follow rules basically, and you know completely acts out. They they die. It's some type of like disorder that they've come up with, I guess. I don't I, I don't know. And uh, I've not heard that one. Oh well, my gosh, they've 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 diagnosed him with this, and they actually prescribed him um, synthetic estrogen, and they were actually giving him estrogen wow. to lower this kid's this kid's seventeen years or sixteen or seventeen years old. Wow. And he actually developed gynecomastia, which is what you're talking about, the, you know, know, from um, breast, you know, the breast tissue that started growing um, because they were suppressing his natural testosterone. They said it was his testosterone level that was causing him to act out. And he was, so they, they, you know, and his parents didn't know, they didn't, uh, they didn't alert, they didn't tell his parents or anything. And so when his parents Mm -hmm. came to like see him 
at the detention center, like they were like, you know, what's going on under there under your shirt? Like, you know, you look different, you know what I mean? So they're like, and you know, he's been, I guess he's been like harassed and stuff by the other kids inside the yeah. center and everything. I, just, I, just, I was like, I, I heard that. I was like, that's really disturbing like story i just can't yeah i can't imagine being that person's parents and- uh, exactly that's crazy i mean and luckily i mean he can actually reverse that but all the other psychological things that estrogen can do but what people aren't realizing right. is the diets that we we're feeding our kids today i mean doing the, the same the, thing the, yeah exactly it's doing the same thing you know actually i put a post out on um, instagram yesterday about you know the the bpa bpa was originally being researched for you know because they had a estrogen like you know response into the body and we know BPA yeah. makes plastic, right? Right. So all these synthetic things inside, inside of our food that, you know, people aren't realizing you can actually have an issue, you know, later on in life. Um, and, 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 and we actually have seen it more and more. You know, I see, I think that um, between the ages of 21 and 35, you know, guys are having less sex, you know, they, you know it's like they have the, the uh, 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 other sexual function issues because of the fact that, they don't. They just don't have enough testosterone inside their system. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. So sad. Yeah. I know. Exactly. We, we we've personally, me and you, have personally, like talked about like last time we saw each other, we were talking about the, um, like the terrible effects that birth control has. You know, on on you know females, especially because you know like they start giving birth control to girls now when they're like, yeah, you know, like fifteen years old, fourteen years old, twelve, thirteen, yeah, twelve, yeah, yeah, it's even younger. As soon as they now, have so. their menstrual period, as soon as right, they have yeah. menstrual period, yeah, man, you know, it's, it's crazy. It, it's like all the synthetic chemicals that are used in the process of creating birth control. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just like and, and and the catastrophic damage that it's doing later in life. I mean, with I think with everything that you know that we know about contraceptive, you know, abilities now that we have, I think just like birth control pill to be just seems absolutely just so. You know, there's still people doing it, but it seems to yeah. me it's just this like it's so like you know last century you know what i mean kind of kind of stuff Absolutely. and like uh, and it's still causing damage it's still causing we're actually you know sometimes actually now we're just starting to see a little bit of the catastrophic effects in the epigenetics of the kids who are born today because their moms were on it back you know in you know the late 90s early 90s you know what i mean yeah. so when they were teenagers and so now they're all having kids in their 30s now or late 20s and we're just now seeing the catastrophic effects that it could have you know epigenetically wise on your children you know yeah. when they're born you know what i mean exactly. that's something that people don't think they don't think about they don't understand that and there's i mean there's a lot of research out there that talks about that and there's several people out there you know discussing that and everything but mm-hmm. i mean yeah just hormone wise i mean you know hormones play a huge part in your ability to be able to mobilize and burn fat. And, you know, if your hormones are out of whack, then your body's going to try to, you know, while it's trying to do something else, while it's trying to restructure that, you know, it's going to have a hard time trying to also detoxify itself and then also, you know, mobilize and burn fat effectively. I mean, it's just not going to have, you know, if your body's toxic, that's another thing is like, if you're constantly drinking alcohol, if you're constantly doing recreational drugs, like, you know, it's also, you know, I tell people all the time, like, you know, alcohol might not be, you know, like if you're doing it like occasionally here and there, it might not be the worst thing in the world, but if you're drinking regularly, like once or twice a week, yeah. you know, your body's processing that alcohol instead of, you know, mobilizing your fat cells, instead of, you know, using your metabolism the way it should be, you know, your lipolysis is absolutely going to be, you know, just destroyed because, <laughs> you know, you're not going to, your body's not going to be focused on that. It's going to be focused. It's going to say, I have all these toxins 
and I have to get rid of those first, and then and then we'll focus, you know, on you know mobilizing the fat. And you know, for yeah. some people, you can take them off those toxins, and all of a sudden they start burning fat again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you detoxify them, and it works. Yeah. Wonders. Exactly. I mean, and and the thing that people don't really realize is most of the way that we actually also burn fat, or even you know recognize the fact that you know we are hungry and not hungry is through our hormones. Leptin yeah. is, is is a hormone. Right. You know, it, you know, it's like this enzyme is a hormone that our body produces. Say, hey, look, you know, if you had enough to eat, and what we we've been able to do is suppress that that leptin receptor. You know, and, and genetically, some of us have you know more or less of these receptors and things of that sort. But you know, it, it, on a generalized basis, we've been able to to toxic toxify our bodies, if that's even the word, yeah. um, so 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 deeply that we've been able to actually suppress the leptin in our body naturally. So we able to now sit down and have two cheeseburgers and four hot dogs yeah. and think that's okay for us and, and then wonder why our cholesterol is still, you know, not worse. So, you know, and, and that's why I sort of um, say to people, I'm like, you know, when you come to me at, as a practitioner, the first thing I'm going to always ask you, why? Like, like why now? Right. Why this? right now and, and and what's your motivation to not just say okay i'm just you know trying to lose weight because uh but part, part of the things that i do with, with my people is ask that question and you should hear the range of, of answers I, i'm like say so why do you want to get in shape and also be healthy right now oh well you know i'm doing i'm doing some presentations i'm i'm, I'm traveling i have this new business so wedding. I, to I got a wedding yeah I got a wedding. I, <laughs> That's always that. my favorite one. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, you want a wedding? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. You know, I'm, I'm getting married, you know, da, da, da. so, um, or, or you have people who actually are very, very serious. Like, like listen, you know, um, I expect the patient I was talking about yesterday. She's like, my father and my mother die, you know, when they were like in their early fifties, both of them, yeah. you know, like, like, like years apart. So I know I have a genetically in my system to fail um, health wise because my sister already has, had, has already had cancer twice, you know, um, and all this other stuff. She said, I just don't want to do that. So I was like, well, okay. So now you have your why. So now let me sort of help you figure out what you can do. And she, she was already on a decent path, but again, it wasn't, you know, tweaked enough where she was like, you know, dialing down deep enough. But it's, it's, you, know, you have to really focus on all those things. And, you know, she hadn't taken uh, birth control um, since 2012. However, it wasn't until she actually changed her diet completely that she didn't have the PMS, the um, PCOS, because she had, has PCOS and all these other things that yeah. all that's really fucked and sort of level itself out. So, you know, again, it's like you have to sort of really identify your why and sort of figure out all the way, you know, exactly, exactly, exactly how this is going to sort of maintain for you. Because I hate the term diet anyway, you know, because everything, you know, you actually said was, you know, making sure you're mentally balanced, physically balanced, and then also genetically balanced as well. You know, once those three things are balanced, that's what encompasses your, your whole health and also the diet for all of those, because again, the diet for you learning how to breathe properly, it's, it's a diet regimen that actually goes, it's not just what you are feeding yourself uh, uh, internally, you know, into your intestines, but you're feeding your brain and also it's what you're also feeding your heart as well. So it's yeah, really I mean, like, you know, plus, you know, like what we said before, talking about like workload and like what you require, what you're trying to do changes yeah. your diet significantly. Um, you know, and you were talking about leptin, you know, for those of you who don't know what leptin is, basically leptin, you have leptin and ghrelin inside your body. And, and those two hormones basically regulate, you know, how hungry or not hungry you're supposed to be, you know, and when, you know, when you produce leptin, it's supposed to basically, you know, it's tell your body, okay, I'm not hungry anymore. 
And when you produce ghrelin, it's to say, okay, I need to eat, you know, I need more yeah. food. And mm-hmm. what I learned what's crazy is, is what most people probably don't know, but um, I learned that like typically the people who are morbidly obese actually have a ton of leptin. They just, their receptors are just not, you know, for some reason identifying it and using it effectively. So the receptors are almost fried because like they have all this leptin floating around inside their body, but it's not being utilized. So therefore it's never turning off, you know, that switch that says, you know, I'm not hungry anymore. So that's why you get these people who sometimes, you know, they work their way up to six, you know, six, 700 pounds, you know, unbelievably um, because, you know, they just continuously eat, you know, all day long. But I think for the average person, while the average person is typically overweight, I mean, it's very rare. I mean, even in certain areas, it's still very rare, even in areas where you're seeing, you know, when people who are, you know, the average person is overweight, it's still very rare to see someone who's 600 pounds overweight. You know what I mean? Like, it's, that's still very rare. But like, I think for the most average person, most people aren't overweight because they overeat because, you know, most, most of the, the typical American diet is like, what, like one meal a day, two meals a day, if they can find yeah. a way to squeeze it in. Yeah. The problem is, is not only the, it's the, it's the quality of the food they're putting in in those two meals, yeah. but on top of that, it's also their stress levels, mm-hmm. um, you know, what they're going through on a daily basis. You know, they're not trying to help maintain their stress levels. They're drinking alcohol to try to, yeah. you know, you know, sort of lower that stress, they think is lowering the stress when in reality, it's making the stress levels worse. Exactly. But, um, you know, and it might, you might not feel like that. But prom- I promise you that, you know, when you drink alcohol, your body is becoming more stressed out on the inside. Mm-hmm. So, and then you then they, you know, the, some people are doing recreational drugs. And you know, on top of that, I, I'm talking about like, you know, I'm talking about like pills and that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about like, you know, marijuana, I'm not, so, you know, that's, that's, well, I'll get, you know, I'll talk about that in another episode. We'll get into that, you know, <laughs> CBD and yeah. all that. So, um, but definitely. yeah, I just think that most people are overweight typically really because of, you know, one, their lifestyle, which is not really necessarily always what they eat, but sort of how they react to their environment and how their environment treats them. And then also because of the fact that, you know, of what they ingest, the quality of the food they ingest, and then, you know, anything outside of that any peripheral stuff outside of that exactly that they're also taking in and then you, you you mix all that together and you get a a huge you know mumbled up jumbled up you know system going on inside the body and the last thing it's worried about is burning fat so therefore you just keep you know accumulating fat accumulating fat mm-hmm. because the body is trying to you know cleanse itself detoxify itself balance its hormones you know because you're not giving it any help to be able to do that on its own you know exactly. so that's exactly. why I think most people are overweight. I mean, I, I think it's it's not really it's it's most people because it's like, like we said, it's their it's their life policies. It's actually you know um, messed up, and it's not yeah. actually mobilizing the fat in the right way. You know, it's it's not utilizing the fat to run the metabolism. You know, it's it's using you know it's it's sitting there. Your their metabolisms are in the dirt because you know their body's so worried about everything else it has to do on a daily basis. Exactly. And, and, and to, to piggyback on that is also a dopamine receptor issue as well, because again, yeah. they're, they're eating all this food because the, you know, the leptins are just completely shot. So that feel good feeling they're trying to achieve from, from the food is not, you know, you know, being satisfied until they're to the point where they're about to burst open, 
you know, yeah. and it's, 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 it's a lot of, you know, genetics behind that where, you know, you know, like you were saying, the first thing I learned was like, you know, yes, these people who are using around 300 pounds overweight, their leptin receptors, they have more than a person my size, you know, I, right. I have this um, because I have, I have a metabolism and it's like, wow, like, wait a minute. So like, what's the problem? The dopamine issues and the serotonin issues, yeah. all these things where it's like, you know, that that's all out of whack and yada, yada, yada. So but the other thing to sort of like, you know, couple in with that is, you know, the, the, the fact that what we're eating is not a, a high nutrient diet anyway. So, so say, for instance, if we're looking at the typical American diet, we start with, you know, coffee in the morning, which coffee on its face is not, it's not a bad thing, but you start with right. coffee and some sort of pastry and lots of cream, lots of sugar inside there. So most of my patients come in or, you know, clients I deal with, they're like, oh, I have a cup of coffee in the morning. I'm like, well, how much sugar you put in there? Oh, you know, uh, one or two um, teaspoons. I said, okay, well, so essentially you're now, you know, having this huge spike in, inside of your blood sugar. So you, you feel as if you had something to eat for an hour and a half, let's say an hour and a half, because the stress, you know, everything else you're getting to eat. So an hour and a half, your body's like, okay, I have something to work with. Then all of a sudden you crash. And the first thing you reach for is something else that's sweet because of the fact that you're trying to, again, keep that engine pumping over and over and over again. Right. Now, and, and, and the lipolysis, like right there, like, you know, do that for one month. I, I, I tell friends of mine, I say, if you, if you want to actually know what it is to be fed, I say, drink coffee in the morning, you know, with tons of sugar inside of it um, for like four days a week for an entire month. So there's only like 16, 16 cups of coffee. Just, you know, that, that's how you're going to actually do your, let's say, intermittent fasting. See how much fat you actually, I say, it's still work out the same way you work out, but see how much uh, fat you gain and all of gain weight. They're like, I don't understand. I said, because the sugar in also your body doesn't have any sort of nutrient base to actually work off of. So right. that's the same thing as in our food. I mean, come on, it's like an avocado, the same avocado, you know, that's being mass produced that's off my tree in my, in my yard. You know, if I brought my avocados in my, in my yard, I'm like, wait, I have this waxy feel in my fingers. Get one from the store, you're like, hmm, there's not much on there. The right, nutrient yeah. content is completely different. So we have to look at the fact that it's not just the fact that people you know, are eating incorrectly. They're not eating enough nutrients. So the body is like, wait a minute, I need a bit more. I need less something else. You know, like where's that natural magnesium inside my body? So why is everyone having these cardiac issues? No one's having enough magnesium inside their system. You know, it, it's a report that showed that 80% of any individuals that had any sort of cardiac issue, they were deficient in um, magnesium. Something very, very simple. Not, not calcium, right. magnesium, you know, but yeah. of course it was being pushed calcium. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. It, it's great. And, and like, you know, there's so many supplements too that are pushed. I mean, like, just so much, so many supplements that are just like, they're literally like, they don't do anything inside the body. They absolutely do nothing. And people are spending $50, $60 on some of this stuff thinking it's going to, you know, because they're, they're being sold as like fat burners and all this kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Let me just make this clear. There is nothing that actually mobilizes and burns fat. Like there is no, there is no pill out there. Like there are, there literally are two things known to the medical community that burn fat actually like that actually like, you know, 
burns the fat at, at the method, like it burns the fat itself yeah and those are two things that i cannot mention on this podcast <laughs> exactly. and we cannot talk about them so they're not legal don't mess with them you know no, no. you're a bodybuilder you probably know what two of them are so you know you probably, wanna, they, you probably know exactly. what they are yes <laughs> but yes. everybody else stay away from them stay away That's from not what them. you want yeah because they're yeah. the side effects are of those of those drugs your kidneys with your kidneys and your liver you don't yeah. want to <laughs> right yeah 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 so yes. I mean, so that's what I tell people. I'm like, they go, well, what do you think about this product? They go, they go, it says it eats the fat. I'm like, that's interesting. I'm like, does it put like a small monster inside of your body that that sits there and like you know munches on fat cells? I'm like, <laughs> I'm confused. I'm confused on no. this. Like, I've never seen I, something like that. You know, exactly, so. bro. No, no, it, it's it's funny because I mean, like like for me, and, and I have my own supplement company, but it's not a supplement company. I, I do herbs, which is completely right. different than supplements. So, you know, and, and I hate saying that I have a supplement company because, you know, oh, well, you know, can you get me a vitamin C? No, sorry. Like, like no, <laughs> I, I don't, C. you know, no, you know, it's, it's yeah. not what I do. And, and, and again, everyone, you know, wants to know, oh, okay, so if you do herbs, so you, you, you do, you know, or you go and stuff like that. I'm like, no, I'm like, I do things that are, you know, science-based. So I take things from a genetic standpoint, like, like what, what bioactive nutrients are really affecting the actual genes and, and, and doing certain things that I wanted to do. And then I deduce down, you know, you know, the different properties and different herbs. And then I put formulas together. I've been doing this for the last 15 plus years. Um, so all of my, my, my herbal supplements are, you know, definitely um, like specific conditions, a specific condition based. Um, but the reason why I even do herbs is because our body has a, a genetic superiority to herbs, you know, right. all, the all, the, all the vital oils inside these herbs, whatever, especially if you process them the proper way, you're going to actually get the actual benefit. You know, um, uh, I, I hate the term that I, like so many Western individuals use, oh, but the herbs are not bioactive. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry, bioavailable. I'm like, that's hogwash. That's BS. Right. Because of the fact that if you eat those things on a daily basis, dude, if you eat them on a daily basis, you're getting those things you actually need. You don't need to take a thousand milligrams or uh, of ephedra to actually get the, the effect if you had a little bit on a daily basis, even though ephedra is illegal now. I'm just using that as an example. But yeah. individuals who are taking a thousand, three thousand, you know, units of this stuff, of course, you're going to have, have um, heart issues. We actually give, well, it was, I think, like, um, like not even, like it's such a small dose of it, such a small dose because of the fact that we knew all the effects of it. But again, some people went in and overdid it and it burns fat. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it, yeah, it really, it really actually doesn't burn the fat though. It just, it no. just kind of like, it just kind of sort of what I call it is it's, it revs your engine. And it's like, yeah. it's kind of like, it's kind of like sitting in your car and you put it in park and you just sit there and you just, slam the gas pedal over and over and over again it's exactly like, you're exactly. not supposed to do that for a specific reason it's because it's not good for the engine exactly. so exactly you know um you, know, you can't keep doing that over and over again whereas like if people don't know like you know most people don't there's like you know there's beta one beta two and beta three receptors mm -hmm. uh fat cells you know you're going to find beta three receptors on the fat cells and people you know started using ephedra as you know a you know, sort of like this fat burner because yeah. it's a, it, you know, it's a beta antagonist, which means it antagonizes the beta cells mm -hmm. to mobilize. And, you know, while it does sort of, you know, tap into all three, what it's doing mostly is it's getting in those beta one cells, which is inside the brain. 
Yep. And that's what's neurologically stimulating you the entire time. And that's why your heart is pumping out of control. And then you're also stimulating the beta two receptors over, which is, you know, found in the blood vessels of the heart. So you're constantly getting this blood release over and over again, and your heart's racing and you feel like you're out of your mind because your brain is just, you know, <laughs> running, you know, you know, way over its limit. And, you know, so it's, it, that's you, know, you can't keep doing that over and over and over again you're just going to have issues and you're also going to burn out those receptors pretty fast and you're going to have to take go. more and more and more and you know eventually exactly. the more you take you know you're going to end up with a heart attack heart attack adrenal fatigue all, all oh, of yeah. those things hormonal issues you know I, I had a great story because i had um like if i if i get a juice like a, a fresh brush juice i go to this place not too far from my office i went in there one day and it's young girl she's like dancing around and she's like i'm like what's wrong and um her, her co-worker was like she took some pre-workout i'm like are you gonna go work out she said no i just look like the way it feels oh my god ah, ah. and she's oh, like just yeah. awful rocker she's yeah. awful rocker and um i i was just telling her you know all the side effects well i said listen don't keep doing that so a couple weeks later i went back in there and she's in there i'm like oh you're pretty confident she's like yeah, I couldn't sleep for like two or three days because it's just like I just I almost got addicted. Oh my God. To it. I was yeah. I was like, but but again, it's, it, it, even with that, what does it really do to the body? Is is affecting the brain? Is affecting hormones? Is affecting the gastrointestinal system? And yeah, and, and people aren't sure. realizing that. Oh yeah, I have this great workout, but then you have this great workout, right? And what's going to really happen to the body? You have this great workout. You're going to overwork out. You're going to stress out the muscles and also the ligaments, right? And by the time you actually are realizing the fact that you're not really, you know, having these constant injuries because of the fact that you're working out incorrectly, you're stressing your body because you're overexciting the body. Yeah, and you're not even paying attention to what you're doing at that point either. Because exactly, you know, that's what exactly. my thing is. Like the people, you know, I, I go, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna train, like if I, you know, if, if I teach someone how to train, like the first thing we go over is focus. You know, that's yeah. the number one thing I tell people. I'm like, when you're the way I teach people how to train is like the number one thing we go over every time is focus because if you don't have the focus to know what you're doing, then you know your your workout's going to be ineffective. And yeah. you know, I, I'm going to get into training and stuff on another episode at some point because I could go really deep into that. Um, yeah, but yeah. I want I want to sort of talk about insulin resistance because that's another thing that can cause you know the ability of being able to burn fat pretty effectively and and you know, it inhibits the way you can burn fat. And mm -hmm. um, most people are going to, you know, link insulin resistance to carbohydrates, but there's a little bit more to it than that. There's more to this, to the entire way that insulin resistance can come about. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, insulin resistance is one of those things, you know, it's like, it's almost any metabolic issue. I'm, I'm going to link it down to, of course, diet and the fact that, you know, and you, you led into it beautifully where it's like, it was like, okay, well, I'm cut the carbs out. I'm like, you know, I'm like, don't cut the carbs out, you know, and, and, and stop putting carbs all in the same category. Because again, yeah. fruits and vegetables are carbohydrates, you know, look at the grains, you know, look at the prepared food and things of that sort. But look at the fats you are ingesting. Carbo, I mean, insulin resistance. I mean, any any metabolic issue that's going on in the body is going to be linked to the either the incorrect um, fats you're ingesting or the just the, the frequent or or not ingesting the actual fats. You know, you're supposed to be doing. Take for instance the the the, the low fat diet craze that happens from the earliest all the way through the 90s. And if you start oh, yeah. looking at, at those individuals as they became older and they move into the baby boomer. You know, that's why, like, what, one in two or one, almost 
100%, like 70, 80% of those individuals are on cholesterol medication, blood pressure medication. Yeah, 100%. Because they still haven't got the concept of the fact that you need fat. You need fat right. in your system. You know, oh, saturated fat, saturated fat. I'm like, no, just shut up. You know, you don't understand what fat does to the body right. because you're, yeah. you're so afraid to have fat. Because, oh, you eat fat, you get fat. No, idiot. If you eat right. fat, yes, and sit around, you know, <laughs> in, in your chair all day and not work and move around, yes, but is really about, you know, having the body recognize the fact that fat is what actually gives our brain the proper, you know, hormonal balance. Uh, fat is what actually gives our, you know, muscles and our, our, our veins and arteries the proper flexibility and plasticity. Right. And more importantly, it actually gives us the proper hormonal balance, which is going to actually allow the estrogen, it's going to allow the leptin and ghrelin, it's going to allow actually the body to actually repair itself efficiently. And the pancreas works mostly off of the, 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 the hormones that are regulated by leptins. Yeah, sorry, I don't, sorry. a lot of people don't, yeah, a lot of people don't even know too, like about the effects of vitamin D um, that can, you know, on insulin resistance. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I know a guy, you know, he basically was completely vitamin D deficient. You know, we had him take vitamin D supplement, you know, twice a day. Yeah. And, you know, and, that and fix his diet up a little bit. But I mean, like if you're extremely vitamin D deficient, basically your vitamin D, you know, depends on, you know, how many carbohydrates in a way you can absorb in a sense, yep. because, um, you know, that's kind of just, if you think about it in, in a way of evolution, like, you know, before, like, you know, when we kind of had to live, you know, off the land in a sense, and you didn't have, you know, the consumer, you know, availability that we have now, <laughs> yeah. you know, your body in the, in the summertime when you're getting the most amount of sun you know, you were eating the most amount of carbohydrates, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas in the wintertime, you probably weren't eating the most amount of carbohydrates. You were eating probably more fat, you know, mm -hmm. more amount of protein, you know, based fat diet. So, yeah. yeah, I know some people that do eat seasonally. They eat seasonally for that reason. Like they'll eat more carbohydrates in the summertime because their body's, you know, able to bioavailably distribute those carbohydrates better yeah. because they're getting more vitamin D. But vitamin D yeah. is a huge thing when it comes to insulin resistance. Huge. Like, huge. Yeah. Huge. So, huge. yeah, you got to make sure that your, you know, your vitamin D levels are, ad you know, adequate. And you know, if they're not, you yeah. need to either look into, you know, a good supplement. I know that, you know, um, Apiron sells a great, you know, mm -hmm. supplement. And then also uh, ATP Labs sells a really great supplement. So there's yeah. like, I mean, and, and, you know, and also, I mean, the best, the best obvious way, obviously, is to try to expose your body to sunlight, you know, natural sunlight, you know, for so many, you know, a certain period of each day. Um, but, you know I, know, I know it is hard for some people, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's, that, that's huge when it comes to your overall health is just too, is, is your vitamin D consumption, you exactly. know, every single day. So you got to have that in there if you want to not be insulin resistant, because yeah. if you're yeah. trying to burn fat, you know, you're trying to get in shape and you're completely, your insulin receptors are fried, you know, good luck trying to, you know, be able to, you know, you know, sort of store those nutrients where they need to go because it's never going to work. And the more carbohydrates you consume, if you're insulin resistant, it's going to go straight into the fat cells because exactly. it's not going to know how to be, you know, bioavailably stored because the insulin has nowhere to be able to attach the receptors to tell it where to go. So. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, if you look at, you know, the actual Krebs cycle and, and, and how things, you know, turn from ATP to ADP and, and, and the NAD um, plus and how all that stuff sort of yeah. you know, goes into there, we've realized that, you know, vitamin C 
the zinc, magnesium, and uh, uh, a few other, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, phytonutrients are there for specific to actually making that happen. And we know vitamin D in sunlight is so important to make that Krebs cycle really work efficiently. Right. So most individuals, you know, don't, don't know the reason why their 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 mitochondria or their energy sources are not, you know, working efficiently. Just simply because you're not getting enough vitamin D or in or zinc in, um, as well. I, I'm a huge zinc guy myself. You know, zinc, forget about it. I mean, it's like you need zinc to actually go to sleep. It helps you produce um, better um, uh, melatonin. I mean, you also need zinc um, to also um, help your thiamus pr produce thiamine, which is like for T cell pr production. You need zinc in order for the brain to, to have the proper electric uh, um, conduction to actually have thought process and even release certain hormones. Um, you need zinc inside your gonads or inside your ovaries. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's these little phytonutrients um, that we find in our food and our diet on a daily basis that if we are deficient in there just a little bit, you know, you're just screwed. I mean, um, yeah. The case in point, like, you know, I, I deal with a lot of sickle cell patients and like genetically, most of them are so zinc deficient that the one reason why a lot of them actually lose their spleens because their, their immune system just shuts down and like you start to, you know, overreact on itself. So it's almost like an autoimmune thing. Yeah. And, and we found that um, giving them just an extra dose of zinc, dude, has like cut that out you know the people are keeping their their, their spleens and, and it's, it's been some, some phenomenal research with that recently so i mean it's but people aren't realizing that we are missing these things in our diet you know i have um a lot of parents who are like oh my kids are picky eaters. my kids are picky eaters i said like, no they're not they're zinc deficient they're just simply zinc deficient <laughs> yeah. you know you know I, I i do a zinc test on it it's, it's usually like a um, i give a, the, the the liquid zinc drops in their mouth i'm like if it, if they, this kid wants more of this because it's like sweet to them their body's deficient in it and i said right on our yeah, team, dude, I, I, I put those drops in their mouth they're like mm, that was good i was like see and I mean, I, I've had autistic kids. I've had um, ADHD uh, uh, kids. I've had, you know, just regular kids that, you know, picky eaters start giving them zinc, boom, diet yeah, changes. Their, their diet's so important because that, you know, as we all know, like, you know, um, you know, the, the way your, you know, intestinal system works, like, you know, like the way your stomach is operating and your digestive system is operating, that that's completely going to affect, you know, your brain function you know what i mean like totally so i mean like if you're if you have a child that's autistic i mean you know you definitely need to be focusing nutrient wise on what they're getting in is yes. because like if their gut you know is unstable then their autism is going to be way worse and then it then it then it you know it needs to be you know what i mean because mm -hmm. like they could probably actually be way more functional there's been several people who've done studies you know on on the way that you know gut health is, you know, is having kids who are autistic, you know, changing their gut health is making them function yeah. almost to a point where they can almost live life yeah. pretty normal. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because the way exactly. that they taken away the toxic toxicity inside their gut and uh, you know, it makes a huge difference um, yeah. you know, when it comes to their, uh, you know, brain health. So, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, if you back that up, you know, it's been shown that even the mothers, like, you know, before they even give birth or even conceive, yeah. that if their gut's all just like messed up, it's such a high rate uh, of, of them even having a child with, you know, ADHD, autism, and all these right. other 
issues as well. So gut health is so important. And gut health comes down to what basically is not the fact that you stress out whatever is down to your diet. You know, so if you're not eating properly, and, and, and I know some of, a, of us guys are doing some preconception things. Again, that's the first thing we work on is like, hey, you know, before you want to have a kid, you want to make sure that the matrix is completely clean. You know, I yeah. start working a couple on, on Friday about this. I say, hey, look, before we do anything, before we do anything, diet has to be good for at least three months. They say three months, I say three months. I said, I don't want you to even try to have sex. You can have sex, whatever, but make sure you use protection. I don't even have, want to have a slip up because if you want to have the best child that you can actually have, you need to make sure that your both of your guts are, are, are the best it can be because that's the only way you're going to be, be able to produce the proper DNA to have right. the best opportunity to have the best child, you know? So yeah, prenatal, prenatal dieting is a whole other topic. I mean, that's, that's so huge yes. too. It's like, I mean, you know, I, I just, I can't stand it when I hear people, you know, who are going to have a child, they're like, you know, and their and their wife's like, Oh, I can't wait to eat whatever I want. I'm like, why would, you know, you're, you're, you know, <laughs> you're producing another life form. I'm like, yes. know, why would you not want to make sure that you're giving them the most optimal environment possible so that yeah. they don't end up with some type of genetic, you know, you know, disposition down the line, you know, because yeah. you decided to eat during your pregnancy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think I just cannot stand for people to use that as an excuse. And, and I'm going to get my friend, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon on the podcast at some point, because she's really great at breaking down sort of, you know, what is necessary, you know, because she had a child herself and, and she's really great at, you know, at, at making it, teaching people, you know, what they should be taking, you know, vitamin wise, you know, while they're mm -hmm. pregnant and that kind of stuff. So I, we're definitely going to get her on and be able to talk about awesome. all that stuff too. So like, um, but yeah, that, that's, that's such a huge, that's such a huge deal. And yeah, what's your deal about sodium? Cause I know like me, like I, I feel like so many people are trying to dodge sodium <laughs> and I'm like, I, I you know what I, I, and I hate to be mean that this is the, I, so I'm not trying to be mean at all. So people don't take me out there. I'm not an asshole. I swear. Like, um, <laughs> but I, I hear these things. I hear these people who are like, who like they walk around and you know, and they're, they're like very swollen individuals. You know I mean? They're very like mm -hmm. hypertensive individuals yeah, and you know they eat low fat diets, and then they also go, you know, they don't eat any sodium in their diet. And I, I asked this one person, I said, "Why don't you eat any sodium in your diet?" And she said, "She said, well, I just don't want to eat sodium." She goes, "Because you know it causes you to hold water." And I'm like, "Well, if you're not eating any sodium, I'm like, why are you so? <laughs> why do you look you're so, holding so much water?" I'm like, "I don't exactly. understand. I mean, exactly. it's not helping clearly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and like, yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to be mean, but it's just like it, it's just um." I think people don't what they don't understand is like, you know, the more sodium you eat, the more your body's going to flush it out. You're actually you're going to hold less fluid. Exactly. So like, I mean, unless you're someone who's sodium sensitive, which is like, I don't even know. It's like extremely it's rare. It's yeah, it's a really, very really low rare. percentage of the population. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, definitely. I don't know anybody who is. I mean, I don't. I mean, there's people out there, but it's very, very rare. And I mean, like, but yet there's so many people they hop on a diet, and the first mm -hmm. thing they go is they go. I got to dodge sodium. I got to get rid of the sodium in my diet. I'm like, sodium is not your problem. Exactly. I mean, sodium is not, that's, that's, not your that's problem. That's the least of your problems. That's the least <laughs> yeah. of your problems. That's not it. You know, you're not yeah. you worried about sodium. Exactly. I, I mean, you know, to be honest with you, I, I think it's really the, it's the quality of, let's just stop saying sodium, the quality of the salt that they're actually using. 
you right. know, yeah. um, because people have this idea of sodium salt. Yes, uh, and, and I say, well, if you look at all of your trace minerals, they're stored as salts inside your body. And they look at me like, what? I'm like, yeah, all trace yeah. minerals are stored as different salts inside your body. So you need salt in your diet on a daily basis. You know, but my, but my doctor said, I'm like, because they're looking at the sodium chloride, that's the only thing that they're actually looking at. Right, said, yeah. You have, to, you have to get a salt that actually has all the trace minerals on it. And I guarantee you will use a lot less because it's now have different flavors with it and things of that sort. So, and I say, it's not even the sodium, it's really the chloride that actually keeps the sodium pumps open that actually creates all of the, the, the leaching out of the different, you know, fluids inside of the interstitial, flu, interstitial fluids right. anyway. It's not even the sodium is actually something you need because I, the amount of people I see to come off is that sodium deficient. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. It's so funny. I'm like, dude, you need to have salt. They're like, but my, I'm like, look at these chart. Your sodium level is like, you're at like a, a 13. You need to be at right, like yeah, right. 25. I'm were, like, I don't know how they're alive. At some point, you know, sometimes I EMC, but I'm like, I don't even know. Like, they're eating so much little salt. I'm like, God, I, it's, I mean, it's so important for just like, you know, your stamina and, you know, yes. like your daily stamina. I mean, like, exactly. When you're in the gym, I mean, I, I know so many people that they work out regularly and they're like, eating like very little salt. I'm like, you want your performance to go up? I'm like, start salting all your meals. Yeah. I'm like, go buy some real salt yeah. and put it on yeah. all your meals. And I'm like, yeah. I promise you that your performance in the gym will increase in, exactly. you know, in a very short amount of time too. It's like, you'll notice it within the first two days of, of doing that to your diet. You'll be like, wow, my pumps are so much greater. You know, wow. You know, I feel like I just, feel like I'm just, you know, breaking through these plateaus. It's like, yeah, because you were sodium deficient, your body was losing the little bit of salt that it had in your sweat exactly. yep. during your workout. And then you're just completely gassed out for the rest of the workout. And your body's like, you know, hey, I'm hungry. I need, I need some salt. I need to put some salt in me. And then you don't do it. I'm like, then you're just in this downward spiral the entire time, you exactly. know, and you're missing this huge part of your diet. That's, that's not even a question. It's necessary part of your it's totally necessary. It's totally you necessary. You know, you have these people who come in here and, you know, they, they work out or whatever and they get dizzy. You have those people yeah, who get yeah, lightheaded. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I think, dude, you don't need orange juice. So it's like drinking juice, have some sodium. They're like, <laughs> oh no, that's, that's, that's crazy. I'm, I'm like, you're lightheaded because you don't have no sodium in your brain right. and your, your circles of willis is right back, get right back here. It's feeding all your brain, you know, all the blood. It's not working yeah. efficiently, dude. You know, so stop it. Just eat some sort of sodium. You know, but I mean, it, it's salt out there. Like, you know, of course, regular table salt is horrible, and it has very few right. electrolytes inside of them. Uh, but you know, the, the Celtic sea salt. You know, I, I'm not really a big fan of the Himalayan sea salt because now it's so bastardized. Now that everyone's doing it, you don't know if it's from you know uh, there or actually in Peru because yeah. Peru has these great salt beds um, that they get from the Andes Mountains as well. Um, but I, I like the Celtic sea salt because, I mean, this stuff has 140 different, you know, micronutrients inside of it. And it's like, you know, I use it on every meal. I'm like, yeah, I, I use that Redmond's, I use Redmond's real salt. what I use. Yeah, that. yeah. Product, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it, it's again, it's, it's, it's a shame that people don't understand that. Like I said in the beginning, all of your, you know, new, uh, minerals all, are stored in different salts in your body, inside your bones mostly. So when you start to actually not have the proper uh, trace mineral balance, What's going to happen is be pulling it from your bones. So you wonder why you're right. straight, you're looking at this all the time. You wonder why all of these things are happening. But most of my pro athletes, as soon as I, I change that perspective of their their thinking, they're like, 
why, why didn't anyone tell me this before? I'm like, because they want you to perform. They don't care how you perform. Right. You know, right. To make sure you perform. You know, I'm like, you and you have these these nutritionists for teams and things like that. You know, you get paid two million, five million, ten million dollars a year, and your people around you are not um, can, uh, really worried about what you're eating. They're just worried about your performance. You know, that's why you pay me. Well, yeah, I think you know, and that that's I think it's luckily I think it's changing too. I mean, like there's I think the problem with that was like with you know, especially these professional sports teams is like they were just getting way too many guys who they were hiring just because they had a degree in something or they just yeah. had this piece of paper and they basically worked their way up to that you know, to that point they've haven't really had to prove themselves you know in like being able to how to effectively diet someone for performance i mean yeah. there's just there's so many guys i mean like that are just you know in those positions who <laughs> know nothing i mean they, they they've literally like they've, they've worked their way up there and yep. you know and now these athletes, you know, they, when they when they get these contracts, they have to, you like you said, yeah, they have to go elsewhere. You know, they have to yeah. contact, you know, people like you or Ryan Flaherty or some of these guys mm-hmm. to help them, you know, because I mean, there's just not enough. I think they just, for some reason you would think they have, you would think they have the best of the best working at these facilities, but they don't. Unfortunately, they don't, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, and, yeah. and, and for me, for, for me, you know, you know, doing like you know AAA ball and still riding bus, it was like you know they gave us nothing, but then. You're on the on the big stage. You, I mean, you're getting paid these, you know, massive million paychecks, yeah. massive contracts, and you're like, these, these people are, are going to get the best, the best. And you're like, like, you know, I talk to them. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, like, talk about. Yeah. Talk about. I think I think Shannon Sharp has actually dieted single handedly, dieted more people down in the NBA than the actual NBA yes. trainers themselves. I mean, yes. look, look at Zion Williamson right now for the Pelicans. I know this is a big yes. topic right now, but you know, of how overweight he is and, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that he's probably going to end up damaging his knees, you know, yep. if he doesn't try to lose some of this weight, but I know like Shannon yeah. on Undisputed said, you know, he goes, he goes, if Zion reaches out to me, he's like, I'm going to, I'll help him. Cause yep. you know, Shannon helped, you know, he's helped Ray Lewis and, you know, when Ray Lewis was still, you know, at the top of his game and, yep. and then he's helped also say he's, he's helped several NBA players get into shape. And yep. so, I mean, like, they shouldn't yeah. have to reach out to another player. I mean, like Shannon played football. I mean, he didn't even play basketball. And yet these guys in the NBA are all reaching out to him for diet exactly. advice because they're like, you know, they, they need someone to teach them how to be, you know, more, you know, more effective on the court, you know, yeah. or on the field or whatever sport they play. You know, they have to go elsewhere because yeah. it's unfortunate, but like you would, yeah. think, cause you would think they have the best, but you know, it's not. It's not the way it is. The way no, I mean, it's good no. for it's good for people like you and me because we get you know we get better business from <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> great clients to have because they want to you know they want to do great things. So they work. Exactly. They work as hard as you know you tell them to work. And yep, yep. I mean, it's 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 really is 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 sad, but it is also true because um, I never forget. And and I I never name drop. And I'm not gonna name drop now. But I had this client. Oh my gosh you know, NFL guy, you know, well-known, and he comes into my office, and, and, and anyone who knows me, you don't bring food into my office, for one, and if you're going to bring food in my office, it's not going to be fast food. I don't care who you are. <laughs> yeah. I don't care yeah, who yeah. you are. He walks in, I was running late, I was hungry. I'm like, bro, I, I, I'm not going to see you today. And he's like, I'm like, I said, you're late, I said, I don't care about being late. I said, but you walk into my office and we're working on what? You, you bring, you, you bring, yeah, you're working food. on diet. He brings in fast food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, well, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's a chicken sandwich. I said, bro, I said, I, I, don't, I don't care if it's a salad. I don't care. I don't care what sandwich. it is. 
you know, exactly. I, I'm, I'm like, I, I respect you. And I'm going to tell you this right here. I'm like, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your money. If you think that you can continue to do that. Okay. I've had plenty of them do that, that, you know, I, I stay in South Florida. I, I'm like, I'm seriously like 20, 25 minutes away from South Beach. All right. I, yeah. I, purposely, I purposely do not stay on South Beach because of this reason, you know, they stay down here um, and they want to stay out to three, four, five o'clock in the morning. They still want to go out and party, whatever. And I tell them real quick, you know, I said, I'll take your money. I say, but I'll get, also give right back to you because I don't have time yeah. to, you know, work on these beautiful plans with you, you know, get you where you should be from a physical standpoint. And you're going to go and keep doing the things that you want to do. I said, it's no two ways about it. I said, honestly, you know, yes, I, I, I charge, you know, four or five figures to actually work with me, you know, but I'm like, but I get the results. If you want that, awesome. If you don't want that, cool. And, and, and that's the really main reason why I don't list out all the people or take pictures with the people I actually work with. Because I kick a lot of people out of my office, dude. Yeah. I, I'm real serious about like what I do. I'm like, look, I have sickle cell beta thalassemia, which is a red, a genetic red blood cell disorder. Okay, you do. You do. I, I didn't actually know that. I knew yeah. you were like, you know, an expert. <laughs> I, I got to get you back on to talk about sickle cell. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. And there's so many people that don't even know what that is. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, surprisingly, but like, uh, yeah, we got to get you on to talk about that. So for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I, I got a lot of research with that. I mean, that's actually how I started myself in the government. But I mean, I, I have this condition, but like I said, I can go out there and I guarantee you, I can run with a lot of the guys that, you know, I have practice fields for the NFL guys like around me. I've, I've done it before. I can run with them you know, stretch me a little bit and I, I run a few routes and they're like, like, like you're twice my age. Exactly. You know, and I right. have this yeah. cell condition that, you know, and I, I've flown all over the world. I've done, done everything I want to do, but that's the reason why my diet's the way it is. That was my why, you know, and I tell people, I know what phytonutrients I'm deficient in naturally. So I have to make sure I keep those like so pumped up that I, I have no, no, no way to, to get sick. I, I go to Denver, you know, mile high, you know, stadium, all that kind of stuff. I, I, I've been to these places where I shouldn't even be going and I haven't had a crisis, man. I, you know, I, think, I think I've only had a crisis like once or twice when I was traveling. And it, it wasn't even where I could be hospitalized. It was like mainly like I had pain where it was like unbearable, but it lasted maybe four or five hours, took my stuff. I was back out and chilling, you know? Right, so, yeah. Yeah, do you know the you know the bodybuilder Robbie Robinson? You know who that is? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. He, he's got sickle cell anemia. I don't yeah. know if you knew that. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah he's, he's talked about it several times on friends friend of mine's podcast, and um, he's a character. But yeah, he's, <laughs> he's uh, yeah, <laughs> he's been he's been pretty popular lately. He's recently got into a little bit of a controversy, little thing that he made mm -hmm. a statement on. But um, yeah, it's a. Uh, you know, I, I think the like certain like like especially when you're talking like athletes, you know, I mean like obviously, you know, I, I'm around a lot of bodybuilders, I work with a lot of bodybuilders and like you get these young guys who they're like, you know, okay, I wanna be a bodybuilder, I wanna compete. And it's you know, the thing is what they don't understand is that, you know, if you wanna make it to an elite level, you have to remove, you know, all those extracurriculars out of your life. You can't you know, you can't go out and party on the weekends. You know, that's over with because every day matters. Everything you're doing every you know, because day. because your competition, you know, is, is, is if they're serious about it, then, mm -hmm. you know, those guys, when you're out at the club on Saturday, you know, they're at the gym, you know, they're working, they're, you know, they're at home, they're resting, you know, they're trying to get their body 
right so that way when next time like you know they're out on the field with you like you know they're trying to beat you and if you're not giving that same effort you know they've got your number every time i mean that's the one thing i think that made guys like you know it's made guys like lebron james and and you know so great his longevity is unbelievable and you know while i do believe that you know michael jordan was the best basketball player ever he didn't play as long as LeBron, you know what yeah. I mean? And LeBron yeah. has consistently for, you know, just a great number of years produced the same statistics year in, year out. And it's not because of the fact that he's just genetically gifted because, you know, genetics play a huge part, but, you know, eventually that that fades at a certain age. And, and mm-hmm. if you're not putting in the work to make yourself better – you know, you're not going to make it that far lasting that long with those kind of consistent numbers. I mean, that's because, you know, he puts about, you know, a million to $2 million a year, a year. just into his health. Yes. I yes. mean, like that, you know, he's, he's got a guy, you know, cooking him food, you know, every day to make sure his health, you know, his, his diet is perfect. You know, he's yeah. constantly working with people who he believes are the best people outside of, you know, the NBA who, you know, have helped him with his diet, who have changed his workout routine, you know, um, you know, supplement wise, you know, he makes sure that he's constantly trying to, you know, supplement his body with what he feels he needs or he's missing. And I mean, that's, you have to have that if you're going to be an athlete. I mean, you have to have that kind of mentality of like, you know, yeah. you have to put the majority of your time into your body. You can't put it into, you know, say, well, you know, I've made this great check, you know, I'm going to go and have some fun with it. You know what I mean? And I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's very, you know, tempting, especially yeah. living in Miami. You know, I can't imagine. That's, you know, that's, <laughs> I love Miami. So, I mean, I, I totally get it. You know, I, I see all the guys out, you know, when I'm, when I'm down there all the time, you know, when I go to live or whatever, I see all the, all the football players. They're always there in the mix, you know, and I'm just, you know, to me, when I go out there and, and I'm in a situation like that, that's like a, that's like a once every two year kind of thing. You know what I mean, like I'm thinking like these guys yeah. once, you know, what, you know, once a, once a week, you know, sometimes twice a week. So no, 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 no. Every night, bro. <laughs> every night, yeah, every no, night. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And, 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 and off season and, and, and that, that was part of the issue. And, and to, to, to sort of, to sort of like, you know, get into like LeBron's head for a little bit, something that, you know, uh, we, we work with and I, I, sort of some sort of connection with the whole situation with LeBron, but it was always about recovery. Yeah. It was always it's about huge. recovery. It was about focusing on not just getting the ice baths and all the other stuff. It was like, okay, so now I, I play, uh, I practice for two hours, but he practiced really, really for four or five hours a day because he, you know, he, he made early on, this is the way I'm gonna make my living, the way I'm gonna make my, my, my family. So I need to make sure I'm the best. Well, I'm practicing five hours a day. Great. So what am I going to do to now make sure that I can continue this rhythm every day, every day, every day? So if I drink, I can't do that. If I smoke, I can't do that. If I eat imp- improper, right. I can't do that. The reason why he dropped that McDonald's uh, uh, endorsement, he was like, if I don't eat this, I can't push this on my people. You know what I mean? I, I can't push yeah, this exactly. on people. Yeah, exactly. I respect I mean. that. You know I mean, so, um, but, you know, uh, again, he, he actually got that from Kobe, who actually got that from, from MJ, from, from, from Michael. And everyone's like, oh, Michael, he isn't hanging party with us. No, I'm not going to hang a party with you. I, I, I enjoy smoking my cigar and, and <laughs> yeah. just hanging out. Yeah, you did you watch I mean? that last dance on Netflix? Did you watch that? Or oh my ESPN? Gosh. Yeah. 
Exactly. It was, yeah, it was crazy. It was great. It was crazy. <laughs> it was a great, exactly. it was a great documentary. Yeah, if you haven't exactly. seen it, you check it out. Exactly. But, but it, it, it basically shows you how, I mean, a pro athlete is a pro athlete. It, it, it's amazing. You get there, you, you're, you're a freak of nature if you just be a pro athlete, but to be an elite athlete and then to be beyond the elite where you're like the greatest ever, like, like Tom Brady and all these guys. I mean, if you look at what these guys do, they don't go out and party every night. They don't sit around drinking wine. No, they yeah. It's craziness. They sit around and just try to figure out what can I do to make sure my body is the best. And, yet, and yes, Brady was vegan. I think he's still vegan and things of that sort. But he didn't find all this stuff out until later on in life. That, okay, if I eat vegan most of the time, what's going to happen is I'm going to have a better recovery rate, you know, type thing. Um, right. But he 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 wasn't always vegan, and, and he I, I think he like he he sort of like cycles things in and out of his diet. Anything that's going to actually help him recover is fast. So that's really the main thing with your diet. Your diet is not just designed to give you your know, nutrients just to make you feel good. It's make sure that you're going to recover as fast as possible. Not just about losing weight. It's not about you know uh, making sure that you're quote unquote healthy. It's making sure that you're you know uh, being anti-inflammatory. You're being uh, uh, you're recovering fast enough. You're repairing your body fast enough and things like that. So to actually do the activity you want to do, you want to do it the next day as well. You know, um, I, I think most guys in, in MLB, uh, like baseball guys, are also crazy as heck too. Because a lot of them, the reason why they don't make it, these beautiful, brilliant guys, is because of the fact that they don't focus on a diet. They don't know how, they don't know how to recover fast enough. And some guys we know right, from yeah. genetics, you know, they actually recover uh, a lot faster. But a lot of them just don't. You know, I, I had this, yeah. pro, uh, this top guy, he's a top pitcher, and we did his genetics and was like, like, wow, okay, like you are going to have ligament issues. You, you really don't recover. So how, you know, he was like in his mid-20s and we had to figure out, okay, how are we going to make sure that these ligament issues, like, you know, this inflammation that you naturally have in your body is not going to rear his ugly head at the wrong time, you know? So you know, he retired, like, you know, in his early 30s. But again, to have a eight, you know, 10-year career in MLB, that's, that's, that's phenomenal, you know? Right, so, yeah. Yeah, I think it is, and when it comes to like back to like the average person, um, yeah. you know, you're not obviously going to live the same life as an athlete. I mean, it's you know, that's not what we're saying here. We're just you know, we're we're using these guys' examples because they're taking that to the absolute extreme. Yeah. Um. You know, but what I think average people can learn from that is that you know, you might not have to train for you know three to four hours a day and, and, and focus so hard on recovery and all this kind of stuff. But, but, you know, you can, you can make your life much more efficient. You can go about your daily life. Your job is actually hugely dependent on what you're doing to your body, what you're putting in. I mean, if you are in a business and you're running your own business, watch how much better you perform if you change your diet and, yes, and, and take away the toxicity and, you know, get a much, you know, cleaner mindset. I mean, like, your brain power is going to significantly improve like you've never had before. I mean, definitely, definitely. And I mean, definitely. like, and that's, I mean, that's, that's everything, you know, yeah. especially, especially in business, especially when you're doing your own numbers and all that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having the ability to be able to handle stress, you're going to be able to handle stress so much better. Yeah. You know, when you're toxic, you know, your body just doesn't want to handle any of that kind of stuff because you just feel terrible all the time. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I think those are some things that are really important is like, yeah, you don't have to go to the absolute extremes that, you know, these professional athletes are going to, to be the best, or you don't have to, you know, you don't have to eat like a bodybuilder, you don't have to eat like, you know, these guys. Um, but, you know, you can absolutely follow those principles and stick to those, you know, 
these simplistic ways of learning how to, you know, optimize your life a little bit better and your lifestyle and your life quality of life is going to drastically improve. I think that's what people got to know. I mean, exactly, exactly. I mean, like, you know, like for me, um, what sort of changed my mindset towards diet and, and all of that, you know, at an early age was I started to train with triathletes yeah. and I mean, it, to me, triathletes are, are, are the craziest people ever. I mean, it's yeah, like it's insane, it's, yeah. it's, it's insane. But like for me, it was like, and, and this was when I was getting into mixed martial arts, and it was like, wait a minute, hold up, I'm training these these guys who are they're they're going to bed at seven o'clock, you know, and waking up, you know, at four o'clock in the morning, and and doing like thirty miles, and you know, going to work, or or most of them that I trained actually had their own businesses because they were like, you know. I, I, I can't work for anybody else and do like my passion as well, you know, so some were sponsored and things of that sort. So when I started to train for mixed martial arts, it was like, hold up, like, wait a minute. Let, let me, let me try to approach this, how these guys do it. Like, like, you know, cause they go to bed at seven o'clock in the afternoon. You know, I don't care if it's like sun out or, you know, or, or not seven o'clock was there a limit. I'm like, they're trying to recover as fast as they can. You know, even if it was an off day, they still went to bed early, as early as they could. And then if, if they woke up at five or four or whatever, they may not work out of his heart, but you know, it was all about recovery. They say, we were trying to give our body the best and then translate that over to, they say, JJ Watt. What did he do? JJ Watt actually early on in his career, he actually put a mattress inside of the training facility so that in between practices, whatever, he didn't go out, you know, hang out and, and try to pick up chicks, whatever. He went and took naps, he slept. So his body right. can recover, you know, and, and it was like, wait a minute, like, like th this guy, you know, you know, hundred million dollar guy, you know, type thing. He knew early on that his body was his, his, his paycheck, you know, and, yeah, and in order for him, yeah. exactly to do his passion, he had to make sure his body was able to recover fast enough. It's the same thing, you know, um, the research says that anytime you learn 20 minutes worth of anything, you should, you know, take a nap or whatever. So it's the same concept with even like, you know, your whole diet. You know, I, I think we, we look at when we eat, it's supposed to have, oh, you know, you eat, you feel so satiated, whatever, you know, oh, I feel sleepy. It's like, no, you've eaten the wrong thing that your body is trying to reset itself. So it's trying to put you to sleep to reset itself. When you eat, right. it should only be fuel. It's fuel. Yeah. That's all it is. You know, I mean, even before we jumped on, on this podcast right here, you know, I, I had, you know, had, had dinner, you know, type thing. And trust me, I, I woke up at 6.30 this morning, worked all day, you know, and things of that sort. Have not had any green tea. And I'm full of energy right now. And the reason why, yes, I'm excited to be on the podcast, but also, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you like that one? Thanks, man. Yeah, but more importantly, it's because of the fact that I ate things that actually gave me energy. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's the purpose of eating is not just to feel good. It's to make sure your body is being fueled by all the proper nutrients, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you got to have everything, you know, aligned uh, to really be optimized. And I think like I, I hate this whole mentality of, well, you know, if I don't eat what I want, then, you know, then I'm miserable. I'm not really happy. I'm like, just stick to this, like stick to a clean way of eating for like a month, re-optimize your whole lifestyle. I'm like, see how much happier you are on a daily basis. I'm yeah. like, if you're using food to absolutely, you know, make yourself happier, you know, or feel better, 
then yeah. there's something else going on there that is the that is the root cause of that. And I promise that if you sort of look deeper into your life, you re-optimize your lifestyle, you know, sure. you won't need to eat those things to feel great anymore. You'll just naturally feel great all the time and it won't just happen after you eat a piece of cheesecake. Exactly. It'll be like it'll be like twenty four hours. You'll be like, Wow, I feel like I've eaten a cheesecake, you know, all day long. <laughs> I just can't believe this. Exactly. And like you won't ever need that anymore to to feel the feel that way. And I think that's like what a lot of people don't understand. They think that like giving up, you know, like pizza and you know and Chick-fil-A and you know and all these fast food stuff they love like they think they're gonna like they're depriving themselves of happiness I'm like yes, yes. I'm like take those things out of your diet you know replace things with you know that that are gonna optimize your health I'm like and you won't you won't even need those things after a while you'll you'll be so naturally accustomed to just feeling good and you know being happy all the time because your body is you know, at an optimal state of being where it wants to be, you know, you're probably unhappy because, you know, there's, there could be a lot of reasons there, but, you know, for a lot of people, it's because their body's a mess on the inside. Not necessarily, it's, it's not necessarily because of the fact that, you know, there's a, there's a huge correlation between, you know, depression and what someone's ingesting, you know, diet wise. Huge. You know, so I mean, like, and when you change that, you know, that I've known people, you know, who are antidepressants for years, mm -hmm. yet they work with somebody, change their whole diet, you know, get to a healthier state. All of a sudden, they don't need the antidepressants anymore because they just feel good all the time, anyways. Yeah. So it's like if you if you take that stuff out of your diet, you reoptimize your life. I promise you won't you won't need that stuff anymore. It's it, it'll be necessary. And it sounds crazy right now, and you think I'm a nut because you're like, oh, he's a bodybuilder, you know, he's egg whites and oatmeal and you know <laughs> we're not saying you eat that way you know what i mean yeah, i'm not saying you gotta be like me what i'm saying is you just gotta re-optimize your life to the best possible way and i i promise you're gonna look back and you'll be like you know what 100 percent, he was right exactly mm -hmm. you know I, I actually had a um a patient that um we were working with and you know did her genetics and and she had a, a glutamic acid issue you know she couldn't do things and i hadn't seen her in like maybe three or four weeks and she came in yesterday anxious i mean like you know like you're just, I'm like i'm like yo are, do you take anything do you drink coffee whatever she's like no 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 so i started treating her and we started you know asking all the questions and she has them with you know msg inside of it and we know time acid yada 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 she ain't right. you know just completely you know uh, off her diet and i was like now you see why i keep telling you you got to eat a certain way she said, what do you mean i was like or genetics uh you see this number right here you see we read that you see the markers i put down on by there you know, yeah. you know this one, i was like you cannot have anything with msg inside of you see how you're reacting and within like half an hour 45 minutes like resetting her body she was like i just can't believe i reacted to food like that so it, it was three weeks you know it was your husband's and uh, a birthday you thought you can just go off the bandwagon and, and have these cheat days i said you, just can't, you can't do that i'm like if you want to be healthy it's a daily process yeah. daily process you know um and that's, that's the other thing you know with, with a lot of these diets out there they have these beautiful cheat days oh well you know you can eat this way for five days or six days and you have <laughs> yeah. one cheat day it's like you no know, that's, that's that's not a diet that's, that's a fad man and, and yeah that, you know, the thing that, that we always promote is the fact that if you're going to fat your way through life then you're going to always be unhappy with 
your body appearance, your weight, and also your emotional state, because it's not about a fat. It's really about making sure that you're dialed into what's good for you. And it may, it's going to change per season. It's going to change, you know, by age and things of that sort, but you have to keep checking in with your body. Yeah. I mean, hundred percent. Yeah. I agree with everything. Well, um, I don't know how we can wrap this up. I guess, I guess if you're really, what we're trying to say is like, you know, if you're looking for a new diet, you know, don't try to look for something just a fad that your friend is doing, you know, try to find something, you know, if you can't find someone, you know, like me or Charlie, you, which you can reach out to either of us, we'd be happy to help you, um, yeah. you know, at any time. But if you can't find someone like us, then, you know, and you want to try to do something on your own, you know, really the best thing to do is to try to, you know, learn, get more information, you know, about yourself, you know, learn how to try to look at your lifestyle, you know, how to evaluate your lifestyle. We've given you guys some really great tips in this episode of how to kind of do that. And, um, you know, then base your diet on those things. Don't try to take away, you know, practice your breathing, you know, practice de-stressing your life for 20 minutes a day through meditation or maybe just being outside and just, you know, and just hanging out in the sunlight for 20 minutes a day. Yeah. And um, just, in, you know, in a quiet space and you would really be surprised, you know, how much fat you'll burn if you just optimize those little things first. And then, you know, then start trying to look at your diet saying, you know, how can I clean this up? What can I replace with this? You know, and, and don't look for something on the shelf like a fat burner or anything like that to change things um, because, you know, just, it just doesn't work. One thing I, I forgot to touch on before we end this is... Um, CLA because I saw someone post make a post about uh, CLA. If you guys don't know, it's conjugated linoleic acid, and basically it was, it was done in a study. Um, I don't even know, like thirty some, forty some years ago. Um, basically showing how like you know CLA mobilizes fat cells and helps you burn, help your body burn fat. What's almost like humorous to me is the fact that what is but is the fact that your body cannot even process cla because we don't even have the stomach to be able to process so don't waste your money on cla yeah. um yeah i i so i just because i saw somebody write about cla the other day and i was like up oh, i was like i need to throw that in on this on this next week's podcast episode yeah, so yeah 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 i mean it, you know i hate to cut you off but it, it, this just goes back to so our frustration where you know, everyone wants to come, you know, they're, they're bringing out, you know, pop parts of information or studies that, you know, seem interesting or seem as if it can actually work, you know, and the, the big fat for years was the thermogenic um, aspect of different supplements. And it's like, like, let's be real about it. Like, like that's that it works, but that's, that's more so on a, 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 uh, a nanometer le level that's not going to be really be appropriate for anyone to take, or it, it just doesn't work like that. So just, you know, for, for me, eat real food, get real good sleep and have a really good, like, you know, mind processing, you know, mental state and everything is going to work out for us uh, for, for the better, man. There it is guys. You heard right there. That's the truth <laughs> from Dr. Charlie Ware right there to how to optimize your body. Um, with that being said, this I am Dan Fazio. I'm your host for the Generation Alpha podcast with my co-host, Dr. Charlie Ware. We will catch you guys next time. Uh, next time I'll be talking to Charlie from 
Tampa Bay because I'm yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. So yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) that's going to be cool. So um, we'll have a lot to talk about in the next episode. Uh, But until then, uh, we'll catch you guys later. And thanks for listening. See you. See you.